Bill Belichick, I spent yesterday roasting him, absolutely destroying the guy. I spent yesterday destroying Bill Belichick, absolutely roasting the guy. But then I thought about it. What is the proper divorce protocol? Does he actually need to meet with the man who dumped him? I have questions. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Maybe, just maybe, after sleeping on it, Bill Belichick may have been in the right with this non-meeting with Tom Brady. I have questions because I don't know yet what the proper protocol is when you break up with someone. It's been an awful long time. And trust me, I know I had a lot of girlfriends in high school. I know how breaking up goes. Ken LaVica live here on ESPN 106.3. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the cloudless and beautiful sparkling intracoastal. Speaking of sparkling and beautiful and a presence that is back in my life for the first time in a long time, she is one of, I really do think she's the station mom at ESPN West Palm. Uh, she, you see her uh, most almost every weeknight on WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, presenting you your highlights for the evening. Keely Ferguson hanging out, and this will be the one of many visits, I'm hoping, in case I, unless I blow it today, uh, here on Ken LaVica Live. Keely, it is so good to be reunited with you. It's, I know, reunited, and it feels so oh, good, right? Man, it's so refreshing. That peaches and her. Uh, yes. Peaches and her. Yes. Oh, my God, that's old. <laughs> you know what? And Well, speaking of, oh, when you said I'm the station mom, I think that's, though, because next to another teammate who shall remain nameless, though, who comes on between three and five, <laughs> I'm the old. It's him, and then it's me. Uh, <laughs> in the pantheon of old yes. here at ESPN West Palm. Yes. Oh, man, but I, I love it. But I look good, though. I was going to say, you aged a lot better. Just trust me on this, okay? <laughs> um, so th- I think that, so yesterday, Keely, I, I destroyed Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. My whole premise was, are you actually going to root for Brady against the Patriots on Sunday? Because I spent two decades hating Brady and hating the magazine model features and his hair and, oh, the NFL is soft, even though the NFL got soft after he tore his ACL and they were trying to protect him. So he wasn't complaining about it uh, once he got full protection Mm -hmm. uh, from NFL rules. But the way that the Seth Wickersham book, the excerpts that came out yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, portrayed Belichick was just as petty and salty and childish, including Brady calling him wanting to meet face-to-face mm-hmm. to say farewell and to say thank you, and Belichick saying, eh, going to have to happen over the phone. I'm not available. Like, mm-hmm. At its face, I'm like, oh, that's really crappy. But then I remember, when I was in high school, I was, I was do, you, do you buy the fact that I had a number of girlfriends? I was, I was well-dated in high school. Do you buy that? <laughs> ish ish oh man you're a good guy you're a good guy <laughs> that's 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 what girls always told me they never wanted to really truly date me that's what i always got you know what i'm having flashbacks right now and so i feel like it, but it's high school we don't know what we need in high school that's a great point you're we just sort of you're experimenting and you're 
feeling out what the process is like. But I do know that when I was dating, I was the one who always got broken up with. Like, I was always the... I, I, I adore you. And then they're like, all right, man, like just chill out. Okay. We're like 15 years old. This is weird. So they would, <laughs> they would, they would dump me. And three times in my life at various Starbucks locations in the Chicago area, I was dumped. I don't know what it was. And I, I just fell for it every time we would go out, I would buy coffee. Then they'd say, you know what? I think that, uh, I think that, that this isn't right. This is over. And I wish that we hadn't met face to face. I wish it would have just happened over the phone at that point. And maybe it's like that with Belichick. Should Bill Belichick have actually like gone face to face with a guy who was, for all intents and purposes, breaking up with him or divorcing him? So when I first thought about that question when you presented it to me this morning, I, I think it depends, right? It seems like, okay, we've been together 20 years. You owe me that. But at the same time, it really is just a work relationship. Mm-hmm. You found you found a new team. I found a new quarterback. Let's just keep it moving. And then when you read the Seth Wickersham article from 2018, what it really feels like is Bill Belichick is the jilted one. And Tom Brady brought in this side chick. <laughs> Alex Guerrero is the uh-huh. side chick. Uh-huh, the trainer. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, who this shit? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's what it started. When you read that article, that's what it starts to feel like. And Belichick's like, listen, I'm trying to give you accommodations here, but you keep usurping me with this other chick. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think that's part of it. I also think there's an aspect of, you have to remember when these two people got married, Tom Brady was 22, about to be 23, and Bill Belichick was 48. I mean, he's the cougar. Bill Belichick was the cougar, yeah. So he is who he is. Uh Uh-huh. Remember when we were 22 and 20? I know that was just, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah, you know, I'm still young. I still got it. But I was talking to your good friend, uh, Brian McLovin Rose, Mm -hmm. about this yesterday. And we don't bounce back like we used to when we were younger. (laughs) And so, and I I bring that up to say, remember when you're 21 and 22 and you're fresh out of college and you're like, yeah, party like a rock star, shot, shot, shot. It's like, you know, I can stay up till three and go to practice at six. Well, you're 27 because you think it's 30, uh-huh. but it's really like 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 27 hits differently. Totally. Plus, you start to mature. When Tom Brady got to that team, he it was just him. Now Tom Brady's got Giselle, and he's got his first kid. He got a baby mama. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's got now all these other things and these other interests because he does realize while he is playing into his mid-40s, you got to do something else. And so he's changed. Bill Belichick didn't change. No, not at all. He didn't change. Nope. And so he's just like, I am who I am. You knew who I was when you married me. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a break up over the phone type. Yeah. Person. And, and here's the thing with Belichick is, and, and I'm not, I'm never going to feel bad for Bill Belichick. I don't feel badly for Bill Belichick. I think it's hilarious that Tom Brady left and is going to absolutely stop all over his former coach on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. But also, Bill Belichick, I suppose, if you're a football person, you love the fact that, all right, hey, you want to leave? You're not on my team anymore. Let's talk on the phone and go do your thing. I'm now competing against you. And I actually, I'm kind of okay with that. But this was Marcus Spears, who is on uh, First Take, Her Take. This is Marcus Spears about this Belichick and uh, Tom Brady non-meeting. Sometimes when your ex dump you, they can look stupid as hell. And that's what Bill Belichick looks right now. Because the bottom line is this. 
Like for you to spend 20 years with this man and experience this type of success and you can't get a meeting? If Tom Brady tried to reach out and meet with Bill Belichick and Belichick only wanted to take a phone call, that's stupid. Bill Belichick was the GM and the head coach. He deserves a lot of credit for what transpired in Tampa, I mean in, in New England. But we also know that Tom Brady had a lot to do with that and a lot to do with how that team functioned from not only from a football on the field standpoint, but from a contract standpoint, allowing guys to be around him. The bottom line in this particular situation, when we're talking about the greatest player to ever play the game, that's not, that ain't nothing you sneeze at. And if, if, if somebody going to get on anything and say that Bill Belichick shouldn't have met with Tom Brady because he was through with him, they stupid too. Well, that was a little harsh, Marcus. Uh, but I, listen, if my wife right now called me and said, hey, uh, by the way, I'm backing things up and I'm moving to Arizona. You want to meet face to face? Uh, <laughs> I probably not. I, I'm probably okay with that. Like, I'd like to see the kids. What's the kid but situation? See, that's the thing. If it was just you and your wife, now granted, she should probably still meet face to face with you. But if it was yeah. just you and her, it's a clean break. Mm-hmm. You guys got kids involved. So it's not a clean break. Yeah. And so that's the thing. I think that at the end of the day, we get caught up as, as sports fans and we forget that this at the end of the day is just a job. It's just a job. Everybody's going to move on. At some point, Bill Belichick is going to move on. No matter how much you think your employer loves you, if you pass away, they're replacing you tomorrow. There's no memorial position that is going to be named for you. And that's that's what this is. And so, hey, call me stupid, Marcus Spears, because I'm not saying he should not have met with him, but I don't give him – a hard time like other people are giving him a hard time for not meeting him face to face at least not right now maybe in the future maybe we can talk and it's not even that i hold hard feel and he may hold, hold hard feelings towards him so let's <laughs> let's not discount that sure but it's not even that it's just i don't have time right now i got stuff to do yeah life is uh, life is changing now yeah. and and you can get on belichick for never like uh, being so stubborn we know he's stubborn as hell uh, for not adjusting to how to coach a 30-something-year-old Tom Brady as opposed to a 20-something-year-old Tom Brady. Like, fine, that's on Belichick because he's super stubborn. You can't, anybody in sports knows, you can't just be hardcore with a veteran like you are uh, a, a really young guy just into the league. It doesn't work like that. So, fine. But as far as having to meet with Brady face-to-face, if that's not Belichick, it's not Belichick. Should Belichick have met face-to-face with Tom Brady? Should Belichick have met face-to-face with Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Should Bill Belichick have had to meet face-to-face with Tom Brady? I think it's easy on its face for us to say, yeah, be the good guy. Like, look at Look at Brady, upstanding gentleman, wanted to meet with his coach, the man who helped to bring him to the level that he got to. But we we always talk about, like, that's Bill Belichick's thing. It's all reined in, and it's all focused all the time. It's all intense. It's never revealing any sort of emotion. So it would have been out of character, I think, for him to actually go and meet with Brady face-to-face. That would have flown in the face of everything we assume and we know about Bill Belichick. And I also get Tom Brady's position in that you do start to feel taken 
for, for granted. Oh, for sure. I, I get that because you're you're saying I've done so many things. I've sacrificed money. Not that I necessarily need it, but it's the principle of the uh, thing. How many times in our careers have we felt taken for granted? Right. Like, you know, I I mean, it's just I'm assuming with you, but I'm sure it, it has happened. And I know that that in media, that's a common thing for right. sure. Well, it's more so when I'm picking up toys when I come home from <laughs> a shift at midnight. Uh, parenthood, like, your kid's taking you for granted. Who is uh, going to pick up uh, these farm uh, animals? Who's helping mama? But, but, I, but I get it from that standpoint but again you know who you know who you are i mean Mm -hmm. you know who he is Mm -hmm. and so to feel a type of way and to voice how you feel a type of way to say it our relationship is telling this has been this had been years in the making so it almost feels a little calculated by tom brady like you know this is really telling of how he feels about me you knew who he was and you knew how he felt Back in 2013, when you brought this side chicken here, you knew he wasn't going to go for it, but you let it. He was like, okay, I'm going to try. And he had been trying to get rid of that man for five or six years. And then it started to feel divisive on the team. And now you've got a situation where now there's chaos. In, mm-hmm. in our franchise, we're still winning because we're good. And we're the Patriots. We can't have chaos. Right, right. And and you know, you've heard the saying, "A house divided cannot stand." I mean, th- that's what it was. Yeah. They they were starting to become a house divided, and so there's hard feelings on both sides. So I get what Marcus Spears and other people are saying, like you owe that to him. But I'm of the belief, as long as my check clears, it's really all you owe me. Life is good. <laughs> That's really all you owe me. Yeah. Now, my my spouse? Yeah, you owe me something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, we took bows to each other, just like I owe you things. Uh-huh. You know, we yeah. took bows to each other. But outside of that, my children don't owe me anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that direct deposit hits. It, and it's good. all good. Then we're good. I, I like the analogy. I love Kidley's analogy of, of Alex Guerrero as <laughs> the, the side chick. Because you've got your your old man's spouse it almost feels like a a sort of uh a sort of money palm beach relationship where (laughs) you're dating the old guy but then the hot side chick with the good drugs comes through and all of us allegedly allegedly wait was that reckless comes through and and then you you all of a sudden have your attention taken i'm just saying it's what i've heard key like i've heard things like that happen in palm beach um no comment. <laughs> Ken Levick alive. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, should Belichick have met with Brady? Should he have met face-to-face with Brady? Or, as Marcus Spears put it, does Belichick look, quote, stupid as hell? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. Now, uh, I yesterday, Bill Belichick tried to deny that any of this happened i just i, I want to play you keely and i'm gonna let your your motherly instincts and <laughs> your common sense instincts sort of translate here what took place this is bill belichick yesterday asked about whether or not the phone call uh or the request for a meeting then the phone call actually happened bill, it was reported this morning that um you preferred to speak over the phone with tom when he delivered the news he'd be leaving the organization in March of 2020 and didn't want to meet in person. Was was that true? Yeah, that, yeah, no, that's not true. And, and I mean, I heard a few things about, you know, this book and sounds like it's a lot of, you know, second, third, and fourth hand comments. So, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to focus on this game and try to prepare for the Bucks. Bill, what was wrong with, what was incorrect about uh, the... Yeah, I'm going forward, Greg. Yeah, I'm going forward on that. I mean, was it not on the phone? Was it in person? Yeah, uh, I'm going forward on that. 
All right, Keely, so you hear that. Uh, did Bill Belichick turn down a request for a face-to-face meeting from Tom Brady despite those denials? To quote Maui from Moana, <laughs> I think Bill Belichick is from the island of Nunya. Uh-huh. None your business. Uh-huh. That's what he's basically saying. Yeah. It's none your business. And and it absolutely happened. Because, well, because he knew it would open up a Pandora's box. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because then it'd be like, well, why didn't you want to meet with him? And it could, it could be a number of reasons. It could be, I didn't want to. And then it's like, well, why? Mm-hmm. Or it could have been like, you know, my schedule. Just, and I didn't feel like moving around my schedule. Yeah. To, to meet with him. He decided he wanted to break up. Fine. It, and because... Because for all intents and purposes, Tom Brady broke up with him. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, now but this is what's weird, and I'm trying now, to think. Now, Belichick might have pushed him out yeah, the door. Yeah, Belichick was like pushing. Belichick took Brady for granted. It's like we were talking about being right. taken for granted. Belichick took Brady for granted. Like, oh, uh, you know, I, I can look at other side pieces, but he'll, he'll remain loyal. And then all of a sudden, he got fed up, and he's like, you know what? I'm sick of you having the, the wandering eye. Bill, I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to go down to Tampa. I'm going to find an old pro- retired professional wrestler to move in with because that's what you do in Tampa. And then I'm going to I'm going to restart my life somewhere else. It's a true coming of age story. And that's exactly what happened. And so I don't if I'm Belichick. Like, yeah, fine. Like, fine. Go, go. You're you're gone. I'm bitter. Like, it is it is crazy how childish someone like Bill Belichick, one of the most successful sporting people ever, is. Like, that's just flat out childish but stuff. He's, yes, he's very childish. How so? Um, the I'm not saying he's not, but I just want to challenge you. On the your the alleged the alleged excerpt where him and Mangini had beef over Spygate. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Belichick cold shoulders Mangini's wife at a breakfast. At the league meetings, which leads Mangini to have to be held back and screaming, bleep you, Belichick. Like, that's childish. Like, cold-shouldering the guy's wife that you're beefing with? Come on. That's like real housewives crap. Stuff it, that you do for the camera. Well, it is. but and, it's one, and again, it's one of those things where I always feel like there's more to stories when it comes to that. Because that, that woman did, or maybe she did something to him. And maybe she did. That'd be awesome if she came and just smacked the plate out of his hand. His be- eggs go everywhere. Because it's one of those things where on the surface, it looks like you did something to his wife because of beef you had with her husband. Mm-hmm. But maybe she said something to him that whoever saw the cold shoulder didn't didn't see or didn't hear. I don't know. It could be childish. <laughs> I don't know. I just always, sometimes I feel like there's more to stories that, than meets the eye. And so while there, that may be childish. Okay. I'll, let's grant your argument on that. Okay. That's childish. But not taking a meeting with Tom Brady face to face. Here's the thing: he didn't say, "I don't want to talk to you," but he says, "I don't have time. I don't have time in my schedule to come see you. We d- we weren't cool when you were here. Mm-hmm. We worked together. We didn't go out for drinks. We didn't. You know what I'm saying? If they had that type of relationship, okay. Now you you have a leg to stand up. But they work together. They don't even seem like. They spent Christmases together. That they, Bill Belichick seems like he is very this. You are my players. You are my staff, and that's and I go home to my family. Yeah, it might be one or two of y'all I hang out with, but because the turnover is so great, I can't get too attached to any of you guys. At some point, Tom Brady, even if we had had the best of relationships, you're going to leave. You're going to age out. I'm going to age out. I'm going to retire. And then you're going to go your way and I'm going to go my way. So we're not, I'm not about to get into this lovey tight relationship with you. We had what we had, you know, uh, it, it was cool for what it was, but that's it. Yeah. Now we're, now we're through. Yeah. 
And not meeting with him in person, to me, reeks of the entitlement that you feel like you have. Yes, I get it. You're the greatest uh, quarterback of all time. I get it. And I'm not taking that away from him. But at the end of the day, to this man, you're still a person uh-huh. that I treat like all the other You're people. a number. You're, this is corporate America. You've come in. You've produced. And you're making your own capitalistic decision after yeah. that. I'll miss you, but uh, it's, time for, it's time for me to move on. Like he said in the I mean, and that is who he is. If he'd have done anything else, it probably would have seemed uncancerous. It's like, yeah, let's go to let's go to Aruba. Let's go hang out and talk. Uh, let's go to the banana boat and hang out. That'll be, be like, good. wait, who who is this? Um, so we mentioned Mangini and and that specific story. So yesterday we decided that we were gonna do some investigative reporting on that to okay. see if that actually happened. Two thousand eight league meetings again. Uh Seth Wickersham, his book comes out October twelfth. Man, ESPN, by the way. Uh, how perfect are they? It's Brady versus Patriots weekend. Ooh, ooh, guys, we have excerpts from our writer's book coming out about the Patriots. Leak, leak, leak. So the excerpts came out yesterday, and apparently after the, sp- the fallout from Spygate, Eric Mangini, then Jets coach, and Bill Belichick, they're at odds. They're not happy with one another. League meetings 2008, they're at a coaches-only breakfast. Uh, Eric Mangini's wife tries to go up to Bill Belichick, defuse the situation, say hello. Uh, he cold shoulders her, Eric Mangini, while being held back, screaming, bleep you, Belichick tries to get at him to, uh, to swing at him. I love that story. I love it. I love it. It makes me feel alive. Uh, so uh, you know who the, uh, the Jets general manager at that time was? Remind me. Mike Tannenbaum. Ah. ESPN West Palm's own Mike Tannenbaum. So I had an idea. I, I had a great idea. I said, you know what? Why don't we call him? Why don't we reach out to him? No answer. <laughs> texted him. No answer. Uh, I texted him, by the way, at uh, 1220 yesterday. Mike, it's Lavica. Do you have five minutes to talk about Mangini trying to fight Belichick? <laughs> so then the show ends at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. I get a return text at 102 p.m. Eastern time. I'm tied up today. Don't think that's true. And that concludes our investigation into whether or not Eric Mangini tried to fight Bill Belichick. I think it's conspiracy, Keeley. I think it absolutely happened. And this is a deep, dark secret that they're trying to keep under wraps. For what? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. You said. Why, why, why would it? It's Cuba Bill. I don't no, know. I, I need to go to Reddit. I QAnon people uh-huh. right now. I'm connecting the dots here, and I think <laughs> that it happens to be true. Um, I was hoping, and then, <laughs> then I texted Tannenbaum back. I'm like, man, I wanted it to be true so badly. That was at 103. And I've yet to receive a reply. So I think Mike Tannenbaum is done with me. Well, maybe on that subject. So wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so the wife tries to diffuse the situation. Yeah, yeah. Did he ask her to do that? I don't know. Like, does she have to? Does, yes. No. Yes. You got to be. And here is why. You see, because Mangini now has to be held back. And now you have, you have wrote a check. That your husband may not can cash. <laughs> you cannot put your husband in those types of situations. Uh-huh. You got to stay out of that because what if they come to blows? And what if he loses? Oh, yeah. Now you yeah. got to go home and put the peas on his face <laughs> and try to figure out uh-huh. what's 
like, oh, all right. well, maybe all right. I shouldn't have did that. After, okay, now that you explain that to me. because I'm rational. There have been a lot of stadium fight videos over the last couple of months. And uh, women who were popping off and all of a sudden, uh, husband gets knocked the bleep out right. because he's trying to come to the defense of something. He really didn't want to get involved in, but he has to because he signed that contract. Yeah. And it didn't end well for him, as, as Keely put it. She's the one putting the peas on his face. All right, okay, okay, okay. All right, I agree. She should have just minded her own business and eat her her eggs. Right, just sit there and eat your food. Eat your your food. (laughs) Eat your eggs. By the way, scrambled eggs or fried eggs in that spot, like a brunch type of thing? Uh, Oh. I think scrambled. I think that might be, no, it's the league meeting, so I feel like you could order something like a devil egg. You know what they have? Made-to-order omelets at league meetings. Oh, no doubt. Yep. yep, Made-to-order omelets. Why why does every made-to-order omelet place, why do you have to wear the big chef's hat? Like, that seems kind of unnecessary. There's no need for it. It's not like gourmet food. <laughs> Who are you trying to impress? You're have making you an, an om- omelet. Have you made an omelet before? Yeah. It's just, there's an art to it, I though. get it, but not enough. The, the flip? Yeah, but not enough to wear the big hat. Like, if I was doing crepes, then I'd wear the hat. But an omelet, I think it's egg. Aren't Who cares? they essentially the same thing? They're both flat things How you got to flip. dare you? How dare I? One, one is French cuisine. The oh, other is just an egg. from a chicken. Yeah, it's just from a chicken. No offense to chickens or those who love chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Ken LeVick alive. Keely Ferguson hanging out with us on a Thursday. Uh, and I have a very deep confession that I need to make. And I also, uh, I, need, I need someone to actually try and make me feel better about it because I think I might be the only human being to have achieved something and I'm not proud of it. At all. But before we get to that, I want to make sure I tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program because that is where you achieve things that are actually worthwhile, unlike what I did just a couple of days back. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Spring semester classes, you can sign up for them now either on campus or online. But make sure to get the information at fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Dr. Jim Ritter's been doing it for 22 years. It is as good an MBA sport management program as you're going to find. There are so many of them, not only in the United States, but worldwide. And this is one of the elite international MBA sport management programs. In fact, one of their alums, Lindsey Ross, has just taken a job as the Vice President of Acquisitions and Partnerships for the Leona Marketing Group. What's that? Well, Leona Marketing Group is a consulting company. It works in revenue evaluation, contract negotiation for collegiate athletic departments and conferences. Think that's important right now with all the realignment in college football and college athletics? Absolutely. Just another success story with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Find out more, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. That's fau.edu slash MBA Sport. What did I achieve that I'm not very proud of just two days ago? We'll discuss it when we come back. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. We're live on ESPN 106.3.